Hello! Welcome back to Magic Woods. This story is called The Witch of Westland. One day the animals took an elephant bus to Westland. Kitty said, Meow me, according to some ancient texts I read, there was once a witch in this land who wore a magical crown. It might have been the crown of creation. Bunny said, Yeah, and according to a legend that I read, the evil witch was named Mamma. Doggy said, Oh, wait a minute. I thought Mamma was good. I'm so confused. Kitty said, She is good. Bunny must have read some crazy fairy tale written by bad guys. Bunny said, Well, I guess we'll find out the truth sooner or later. Doggy said, Well, I'm just looking forward to exploring a new land and tasting some of the local dishes. They got off the bus and set out to explore, and none of them noticed the dark figure who snuck off the bus behind them. Westland was a wild, wooded country full of oak trees and sunflowers. In the distance, a volcano emitted a slight but steady stream of smoke. Kitty went, cool, meow me. Bunny said, I bet girl monkey would have liked exploring this land with us. Well, presently they came upon a huge red mountain, and Kitty said, Behold the lost city of Midnight Barbecue. Doggy said, Ooh, sounds delicious. But they couldn't get inside the mountain. The windows were boarded up, and the front door was chained shut with a huge steel padlock. Bunny said, Ooh, somebody doesn't want anyone to get into this mountain. Murr said, Or somebody doesn't want anyone to leave. Kitty went, Oh, hey, Murr. I didn't even know you were here. Mer said, gee, thanks. Doggy said, oh, Ruffy, well, I guess we can't get inside. Kitty said, sure we can, Meowmy. You can just put on your stupor suit and break the lock. Doggy said, oh, you know I don't want to wear that stupor suit anymore. Kitty said, why not, Meowmy? Because somebody died because I was wearing this suit. Kitty said, yeah, somebody evil. Who cares about car wrecks? Doggy said, well, I care. Kitty said, come on. You know I would wear the stupor suit if it worked on me. Kitty had tried to use the stupor suit, and it didn't work on her. It only worked on Doggy. Doggy said, oh, I don't know. Kitty said, come on, please, meow me, help us. Doggy said, okay, fine, Ruffy, I'll put on the deadly pajamas. And he put on his stupor suit, and then he went up to the steel lock and snapped it as easily as snapping a pretzel. And then he opened the huge door. Kitty said, see, meow me, that was easy. Doggy said, yeah. And then they went into the dark mountain. And nobody noticed the mysterious figure who followed them. The inside of the mountain was dark and empty. Kitty said, okay, nothing down here. There are stairs to the next level. Maybe there's something up there. Let's go. And Doggy took off his stupor suit and put it in his backpack. And then the animals climbed the ancient steps to the second floor of the mountain. And there they saw a little village. There were houses and shops, just like inside yesterday's macaroni and crisscross applesauce. And streetlights lit up the tiny village, because of course the windows were boarded shut. Murr said, well, someone must still live here. Doggy said, oh, like that little elf-like figure dancing a jig over there? And they all said, what? And they turned around and saw a little Mimi boy dancing with excitement. He looked to be about seven years old. And he said, hello, my name is Pokey. Kitty said, hello, I'm Kitty Karate. <laughs> yes, that Kitty Karate. And these are my friends, Doggy and Bunny. Murr went, ahem. Kitty said, oh yeah, and Murr. Pokey said, oh, pleased to meet you all. We don't ever get visitors here. Bunny said, are there other Mimis here? 
Pookie said, no, I'm the only one. But there's other animals like you, talking animals. Kitty said, really? And she looked around the deserted village. She said, it seems pretty empty here. Pookie said, well, they're all upstairs on the top floor of the mountain. It's the day we have to compliment our queen and give her jewels and food. Tuesday, in other words. Kitty went, aha, that must be the Witch of Westland. And then to Pookie, she said, well, Meowmy, can you take us up there? And Pookie said, sure, follow me. So Pokey led them up another flight of stairs and into a wide room on the top floor of the mountain. And someone had painted the face of a bearded man on the ceiling. A huge painting. And he was holding a picture of himself. Who was holding a picture of himself? Who was holding a picture of himself? Who was holding a picture of himself? Doggy went, oh, that painting gives me a headache. Pokey said, that's Mandalago, the one who created Magic Woods. I dream about them sometimes. Bunny said, huh, I thought Mandalico was a woman. Well, a bunch of animals were gathered together up there in a circle, and none of them looked very happy. They seemed like they were kind of afraid or something, but they were very friendly towards Kitty and her friends. Pokey introduced them to a very old tiger and a very old orange donkey, and he said, these are my dads, Tiggum and Texas Tommy. They adopted me when I was a baby. And Tiggum said, which was almost 50 years ago. Pokey said, yeah, Mimi stay young for a long time. Well, Kitty and her friends met many nice animals that day. They met a saucy fox named Ginger, a doll with two faces named Jenny Two-Face, a goofy monkey named Bongo, a boring white lamb named Jubilee Pajama Sassafras the Most Marvelous, and a bunch of other animals. Unfortunately, Kitty kept forgetting to introduce Murr, and Murr said, this is getting old. Then Kitty saw a weird ape with pink eyes standing by himself. And she said, Say, Pokey, who's that grim-looking ape standing alone by the cemetery? Pokey said, Oh, that's Hypnotizer. Don't look into his eyes for more than five seconds or you'll be hypnotized and have to do whatever he says for a whole day. Kitty said, Really? That's annoying, Meowmy. Why don't you throw him in jail or kick him out of town? Well, because he serves our queen, Mamma the Most Beautiful. Bunny said, Wait a minute. Your queen is named Mamma the Most Beautiful? Pokey said, yeah. She lives in a dark cave in another part of the mountain. She's coming soon. Doggy said, a dark cave? Wait a minute. I thought Mamma lived in the clouds or something. Kitty said, she does. Pokey said, "Uh, no. Mamma lives in a dark cave in this mountain. Believe me. And Tiggum said, and we have to do whatever she says. We have to give her precious jewels and our best food, and we constantly have to tell her how beautiful she is. Bunny said, oh, that's exactly what the Willow Tree Stick people said. The truth about Mamma is out at last. And Kitty said, no, Mamma's good. Bunny said, but how do we know that for sure? Kitty said, oh, she's beautiful. She hums. She lives in the sky. What more evidence do you need? Bunny said, None of that is really evidence of being good. Well, Hypnotizer the ape heard them talking, and he ambled over to the group. And he said, Mamma does not live in the sky. And his voice rumbled like faraway thunder. I should know. I am her helper and right-hand man. Doggy said, right-hand ape, you mean? And Kitty said, that's not true, Mr. Hypnotizer. We know the real Mamma, and she does not live in a cave in this mountain. Hypnotizer said, liar. Kitty said, I am not lying. 
And then Hypnotizer turned to the crowd of Westland animals and he said, Westlanders, seize these outsiders and put them in jail. Well, the Westland animals didn't want to throw their new friends in jail, but they were obviously afraid of Hypnotizer and his master, Mamma the Most Beautiful. So they locked Kitty, Doggy, and Bunny in a cage. Murr remained free because everyone forgot about her. And she went, figures. Well, I guess I'd better go grab Doggy's stupor suit so he can save the day. Not that I'll get any credit for my part. And so she snuck away to grab Doggy's backpack, and Hypnotizer raised his hairy arms. A dazed moth flew out of the thickets in his left armpit, and he said, Westlanders, Memo will soon come to put these outsiders to death. Doggy said, Death? Oh no, I didn't even get to sample any of the local foods. Kitty yelled from the cage, and she said, The real mamma isn't that way at all. <gasps> the Westland animals started whispering to each other, Real mamma? What's that crazy cat talking about? Hypnotizer said, Don't listen to her. You know the real mamma. Look, here she comes now. And then a Mimi flew into the room. She had wide eyes and wild hair. She emitted a dim glow, like a flashlight with dying batteries. She went, Mmm, I am Mamma the Most Beautiful. Bow before me in my breathtaking beauty. Give me all your jewels and trinkets and tell me how beautiful I am. Kitty went, You're not the real Mamma. Crowd of animals gasped. Mm-hmm. Then the Mimi flew down to the cage and she whispered to Bunny and Kitty. She said, You're right, I'm not the real Mamma, but there's nothing you can do about it. The real Mamma can't see into this land, for it is protected under an enchantment. And I don't know how you got into this mountain, and I don't know what you want, but you're not going to live long enough to tell Mamma what happened. And then she flew up into the air again and said, Animals of Westland, I command that you put these outsiders to death. At first, no one answered. And then Pokey stepped forward, and he was shaking, but he said, No. What? No, we're through living in fear of you. We won't listen to you anymore. Yeah, yeah, the other Westland animals started agreeing with Pokey. And the Mimi woman crackled like electricity. She said, Then you will die. And she shot lightning out of her fingertips right at Pokey. Ah! He jumped out of the way just in time. And then she started shooting lightning at all the other Westland animals. And they went, Ah, help! And they all started running around. And during the commotion, Murr was able to pass Doggy's stupor suit through the bars of the cage. She said, Here. Doggy went, oh, thank you, Ruffy. And he put on the suit, and he grabbed the bars of the cage and pulled them apart. Kitty said, go get the real mamma, quick. Doggy said, all right. And he took four steps and went, one, two, three, and he was flying backwards towards the ceiling. And the Mimi saw him, and she zapped him with lightning. For a second, they could see Doggy's bones inside him like he was in an x-ray machine. But the stupor suit protected him, and then he went right up and up and up and up, and then crashed right through the nose of the bearded guy on the ceiling, and then he kept going right up into the sky. And all the Westland animals, even Hypnotizer, looked up at the hole and went, ooh, for they had never seen the sky before. They said, what is that big blue thing up there? 
And then Mimi said, you will pay for this, all of you. Started shooting lightning at everyone. Ah, she even shot at Hypnotizer. He said, well, what are you doing? I'm on your team. But then Doggy came back through the hole in the roof. Whoa, 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 whoa. And crashed on the ground. And then Mama herself came floating through the hole in the roof. Mmm. No! And the Mimi let loose a barrage of lightning at Mama. <laughs> but the lightning just bounced off Mama, didn't hurt her at all. And Mama drifted closer and closer to the Mimi. Mmm. Until they were touching. And then, with a noise like the air being let out of a balloon, the Mimi began to dissolve. And Mama said, I will not kill you. Instead, I will take away your wings and cast you into enchanted sleep inside your very own dungeons. There may you slumber for a hundred years until you learn kindness. And the Mimi said, no, you're so mean. And then she was gone. And the Westland animal said, hooray, we're free. The witch is gone. Yay. Mama said, mm, that wasn't a real witch. Most witches are simply powerful women and healers, not evil beings bent on destruction. Mm. Doggy said, oh, but I guess the witch of Westland sounds better than the mean make-believe Mama from Midnight Barbecue for like a chapter title or something. Mm, yes. Bunny said, but then who was that witch or whatever she was, that Mimi woman? Mmm, her name was Versa. She is the one who destroyed Ghost Town and threatened the stick people. Mmm, and she destroyed another Mimi village not far from here. Doggy said, whoa, sounds like she has issues. Mmm, she used to be my best friend, and she lived with me in the forest in the sky. Mmm. But unbeknownst to me, she was evil. And then she caught a glimpse of my true face. Mm. And then she became unhinged as well as evil. She pretended to be me and terrorized folks all over Magic Woods before she finally settled here. Mm. Pokey said, well, thanks for saving us from her, real Mama. Bunny said, sorry I ever doubted you, Mama. Mama said, farewell, animals, and good luck. And then she floated back through the hole in the roof and up into the summer sky. Well, that night, the Westland animals celebrated their newfound freedom with their new friends. Actually, Hypnotizer didn't celebrate. He just brooded in the shadows. And everyone was having so much fun that nobody noticed the mysterious figure who prowled around the edges of the party. After a while, the figure went on to explore other parts of the mountain, and he came to the dark cave where Versa, the witch of Westland, the fake mamma, had lived. The cave was full of treasures and trinkets and jewels, and the figure clawed through the treasures, tossing them aside like they were worthless pieces of trash. And at last, around midnight, he found what he was looking for, a silver crown with a space crystal on the front, a space crystal full of pulsing crimson light. And that was how Tyro 
found the crown of creation. Well, that's the end of The Witch of Westland. The next story is called The Crown of Creation. Goodbye.